Hey there, this is Andrew, and I'm going to be bringing you another uh, Unchained Season 2022 deck review. So, this deck is called Faugeres, the Jeweler of Dromoon Keep. It has Dis, Star Alliance, and Untamed, and it does not have a token creature. So, when you don't have a token creature, what you get is a, um, is a reference card that looks something like this. Um, obviously the token creature would have a reference on the back. This one just has a reference and no token, and it actually goes a little long on the reference side. So anyway, there it is. And it is important because technically reference cards are part of a deck. And so to play, to be tournament legal, you have to keep them. Now, um, in this case, how much does that matter? It's unchained. Well, um, I could imagine them, they, they said... Unchained decks will not be valid for normal tournament play, but that does not mean that they won't be valid for any tournament play. There could be unchained tournaments. All right, let's get into the deck here. So first we have in Dis, Fear, uh, back from Coda. It's an action that says return an enemy creature to its owner's hand. Then we have Hecatomb. This is an action with an amber that destroys each disc creature, and each player gains one amber for each creature they control that was destroyed this way. We've got two copies of that. That can be decent amber generation, depending on the circumstances. Key Hammer. This one you got to be careful with. It's an action with an amber. This one got a capture icon landed on it, uh, which would not be possible generally, except unless you get like a legacy. And it says, play if your opponent forged a key on their previous turn, unforge it, your opponent gains six. Um, so this is non-conditional, uh, unconditional, that your opponent gains six. So if your opponent did not forge a key on their last turn, you do not want to play this. Uh, unless you, you know, okay. there could be special circumstances, but generally speaking, you would not want to make your opponent gain six out of the blue. Okay, Mind Barb is an action with an amber back from Coda. It says play your opponent discards a random card from their hand. That can be quite useful. We've got Poltergeist, some artifact control. Action with an amber, use an artifact controlled by any player as if it were yours. Destroy that artifact. Um, that can be a good way to handle your own Orb of Invidious or an opponent's artifact if that's what you need. Orb of Invidious is a horrible card. It's an artifact with an amber. It's an item, and it says after a creature after a creature reaps, stun it. Um, it's not necessarily terrible, you know. If you have a low creature deck or something like that, maybe it could work for you. I just find um, it. I don't like it. Okay. Then we have Malison, a five power demon that says after fight, you may move an enemy creature anywhere in its controller's battle line. Then if it's on a flank, it captures one from its own side. A little bit of amber control as you fight. That's okay. Then we've got Mindfire. That's another discard from your opponent's hand card. So that's kind of fun and interesting. We got Mind Barb and we've got Mindfire. Mindfire doesn't have an amber pip on it, but if your opponent's card has bonus icons on it of any kind, you steal one for each bonus icon. Uh, so that can be quite good. Obviously, if you're discarding two cards on the same turn as well, you're probably limiting their options. That can be good too. 
Relentless Creeper is a two-power imp that says after you choose this as your active house, you may return it from your discard pile to your hand. Um, kind of underwhelming as a card, um, although this deck does have a good use for it that I will cover later. Then we have Etan's Jar. This is very strong control. It's an artifact. It's an item. And it says, play name a card. Until Etan's Jar leaves play, cards with that name cannot be played. It's important. This applies to you as well as to your opponent. Uh, this is pretty strong, and this could never happen outside of Unchained. I checked, there are no decks in the world, uh, no decks on DOK anyway, that have two Etan's Jars. So this is pretty bonkers. Um, got two Etan's Jars here. That could be pretty good, potentially. All right. Moving on to Starlights. We've got, no, notice, actually, it's kind of interesting, no Mavericks in Dis, but we did get... Uh, weird thing, two Etan's Jars, that could never happen outside. And it's kind of fun to have Mind Barb and Mind Fire together. And we got a lot of pips, right? Four, five, uh, six. Six pips, some potential steel, some extra generation, and only two creatures. Only two creatures. All right. On to uh, Starlights. We've got a Maverick Doc Bookton, five power human scientist that says after Reap draw a card. That's pretty good. This one got two draw icons on it. Also pretty good. And then another Maverick from Logos into Starlights, we have Auto Encoder. Uh, Auto Encoder is an artifact. It's an item that says after a card is discarded from your hand, archive the top card of your deck. That is great. And it is a good use for Relentless Creeper. It's quite nice. You can discard the Relentless Creeper and archive and then next time you call this you get the relentless creeper back and get to do it again so and that might be one of the best uses for an unenhanced relentless creeper all right access denied uh, and interesting that we got two mavericks from logos here right access denied is an upgrade with an amber it says this creature cannot reap and this copy of it got a draw icon lots of draw draw icons floating around here Crewman Yorg is a three-power human thief with enhance a capture uh, and action. If Crewman Yorg has no Star Alliance neighbors, steal one Amber. Amber Tracker is a four-power beast that says play, deal two damage to each enemy creature with Amber on it. This damage cannot be prevented by armor. Um, that's an interesting, interesting setup. Um, I don't love this card, but against the right decks, it's very good tech. Ensign El Samra, this is where our enhanced draws came from. Ensign El Samra is a three-power mutant uh, with three enhance, with three draw enhancements that says, action, reveal a card from your hand, resolve its bonus icons as if you had played it. So um, actually, if you have either of these cards, either the Doc Bookton or the Access Denied in your hand with El Samra on the board, that's, that would make you pretty happy. Um, yeah, some of the other stuff wouldn't be that bad either. Uh, obviously, if all you can do is show something with a an amber pip on it, you might just want to reap. But action could be better if you have the Orb of Invidious on the table. Okay, then we have John Cargo. It's a one-power robot that says, after reap, discard the top card of your deck and reveal your hand. Archive each card that shares a house with the discarded card. That's a pretty nice effect if you get to fire it off. Um... It's a big if because it's a one power creature, so unlikely to actually work out. Shield you later is a three power robot with two armor 
but it can be played as an upgrade instead of a creature, and then it gives the thing it's attached to plus two armor. We've got Fire Spitter. Uh, this is a Maverick from Brobnar. Fire Spitter is a five power giant with one armor, and before it fights, you deal one damage to each enemy creature. That is pretty strong, and actually, I think extra strong against token boards. There are a lot of one power tokens. Echo Reflector is an upgrade with an amber. It says this creature gains your opponent's keys cost plus three. Then we have, that's, there's not a ton of amber control in here, so that's kind of nice. There's a little bit of steel, but just not a lot. So this actually could be quite nice. Stronger Together is an action that's new in Winds of Exchange. It's uh, It has an amber pip. And it says, play ready each Star Alliance creature that has two non-Star Alliance neighbors of different houses. So that's kind of a lot of, um, that's a lot. And we don't have deploy, so uh, the likelihood of that happening is actually not fantastic. Obviously, we can try to set up our board that way, but probably this you just get an amber. Then we have Stealthster. It's a three power robot with elusive, but it can be played as an upgrade instead of a creature, and then it gives the thing it's attached to elusive. So more creatures in, there were, there were only two in Dis, a lot more in Star Alliance, right? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, but two of them can be upgrades. All right, on to Untamed. We have Fog Bank. This is back from Coda. It's an action with an amber that says enemy creatures cannot fight during your opponent's next turn. Then we have Word of Returning, more anti-capture tech. This is an action with an amber that says deal one damage to each enemy creature with amber on it and move each amber from those creatures to your pool. Um, back from Coda as well. That's uh, always a good card to have. I, I'm never sad to see Word of Returning. Uh, World Tree. Also back from Coda, it's an artifact, it's a location, and it says action, return a creature from your discard pile to the top of your deck. Piranha Monkeys is a two power beast that after you play it and after it reaps, you deal two damage to each other creature. That includes your own. Again, pretty brutal, it seems like, against token boards. Way of the Bear is an upgrade with an Amber, and it gives a creature Assault 2. Soldiers to Flowers is an action with an Amber. When you play it, you purge each untamed creature from each player's discard pile, and for each card, purge this way, its owner gains one. Important to remember, this does apply to your opponent as well, so it can be good uh, control, your purging stuff, but it also does give them Amber. So far, we've seen, I think, one untamed creature on our side so uh, this isn't going to give us a ton of value if we don't get more and we have three of them so that's that's kind of a lot then we have philophosaurus and this is a maverick in from sarian it's a four powered dinosaur philosopher that says after reap you may look at the top three cards of your deck archive one add one to your hand and discard it that is very strong a very strong effect i wish we had it with some kind of you know ready and reap ability but we don't <laughs> um yeah 
but it is it is strong and there's not a lot of efficiency in this deck outside of that auto encoder in starlights so this adds a bit to that then we have imprinted mermook it's a three power beast with elusive that makes your keys cost minus one that's always a nice effect Pizmire uh, is a four-power mutant that says while there are more friendly mutant creatures than enemy mutant creatures, your opponent's keys cost plus two. I think this is the only mutant in the deck, so it's kind of bad. Um, and that is certainly, that certainly seems to me like one of the weaknesses. Uh, oh no, Incinal Samurai is also a mutant, so I guess we have two. That seems to me like one of the weaknesses of mass mutation stuff, certainly mutant stuff coming forward. Uh, is there aren't a lot of mutants. Uh, uh, in Unchained, you're not going to get a lot of mutants. So you end up with a card like Pismire with just very little support, just itself and one other card. Of course, if you're in an Unchained event, your opponent also probably doesn't have very many mutants. So it, maybe it's okay. Uh, I feel bad for somebody opening a uh, Dark Amber Vault in an Unchained deck with like zero mutants. Blossom Drake is a four power dragon it gets plus one power for each artifact in play and each artifacts text box is considered blank except for traits so that's kind of an interesting one with the etans jars i mean we have enough strong artifacts in this deck we probably don't want to play the blossom drake but in a pinch you could um, and actually in the end it turns out we have what five untamed creatures so that is some good soldiers to flowers targets i think this deck generates amber pretty well right we have uh three four Five, six pips in Untamed, one, two, three, three Amber in Star Alliance, that takes us to nine, and then I think we had six in Dis as well, one, two, three, four, five, six, so 15, 15 total Amber pips along with the possibility of some steals um, and some extra from Soldiers to Flowers, so I think the Amber generation here is fine, there's a little bit of control, um, in the Etan's jars. <laughs> Both uh, games that I played with this at Keyforge Celebration, though, I played without looking at the opponent's deck because that's fun. It's unchained. But for Etan's jar, it's just terrible because it means you have no idea what to say. Uh, it's, I mean, at least in, you know, if you're playing against a coded Shadows deck and you don't have, uh, you haven't looked at the list, you go, okay, well, I'm going to name too much to protect just in case, right? But uh against an unchained deck what do you what do you what do you do so um that that was a definite disadvantage but it was more fun so that's how we did it um anyway so that is uh fogaris the jeweler of drew moon keep i hope you enjoyed walking through that with me um i had fun playing it and i hope that uh you're as excited about the next set as i am about winds of exchange and unchained uh, and I hope you get out there and forge some keys.